Hello. Welcome back, my friend, to the show that never ends. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm ready for this one. I I I, I have to tell our audience straight off the bat, this, I mean, a lot of our podcasts are years in the making, like years, <laughs> decades. Right. This one is actually almost a year in the making since we first said we're going to definitely do this band for Sherman and Ski. We'll talk you into it. And I definitely feel that that with this particular choice, this is um, this is a party band. And this is not like the intellectual's choice for most sophisticated band no. that we've covered. No, not at all. Uh, however, uh, arguably the most fun band that we've covered so far or that we will cover. And that band is the Electric Six. And we're just going to freaking go there because, my God, uh, how do we even, I don't even know how to start this because it's just so goddamn exciting. And I mean it, guys. I mean it. We've been talking about doing this podcast almost nonstop for 11 months, this particular episode. Like, we started at the Outer Banks drunk, uh, and, and, and we got drunk a few days ago at Steve's <laughs> house where we yes. were supposed to record this one. This is taking an inordinate long amount of time to actually schedule this particular recording, but we were going to do it in person. And quite honestly, there was no way that was going to happen because we were having too much fun singing karaoke. And uh, and Ski, it was great to see you, and thank you for having us over. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that too. Like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm in the right frame of mind. I'm in the zone for. Uh, this podcast and Friday night, yeah. You know, I mean, look, the, the martinis were flowing, the wine was. It flowing, was Saturday. And, it was Saturday. Uh, or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like whatever. It was like it was it was flowing, and it felt so good. But so we had to do this justice. Like this is a band that I wanted. I wanted to write by this band. Um, yes. Yes. And the best way that I can describe it is, I got their the first album, and it must have been like a snippet in Rolling Stone. Like if I had to be. 100% honest. I think it was a snippet in Rolling Stone. And the way to Rolling Stone described the band, I think without even listening to the album, I went out and I got it. And I put it in <laughs> I put it in my CD Walkman because kids, we're still talking 2003 here. 2003. 2003 <laughs> is the first record. And I left uh, my apartment in 1954 Columbia Road, began the walk down Connecticut Avenue to the Metro to go to work. That apartment. And and I left that apartment, and Sherman has a story or two about that apartment, Come. which we could touch on in this podcast, too. No, we could but, so I, I remember putting that on, and it's one of those time and place albums where I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly the feeling when the opening lick of Dance Commander came on, and the opening line, it would be awesome, and the, the crunching guitars, the full sound, the bass, the drums, everything came together. And it just blew my earphones off. And I know that sounds almost like a cliche, but it did. I mean, it's just, it was one of those bands and that sound that they have, it just blew my earphones off. And from that very first moment, I knew I was all in, like all my chips were in on this band I, uh, and they delivered. I, I, I mean, listen, you and I have been on the same page about this band since the jump, but I was shocked when you told me that you knew who the band was and that you already liked them because, because 
because they're so different and they're so weird. And I honestly, I, I wish you, I, w- I don't know, we did not plan this well enough. And you'd think after 11 months, I would have had ski, like, you know, pull up an email. But I'm like 95% sure that it was an email and not a text message to you talking to you about this band being like, have you heard about this thing? And I remember you responding to me because the band electric six. Okay. Electric six is electric a, six. Yes. <laughs> electric six, Yeah. Right. Electric six is, you know, a six piece or so band from Detroit that does punk funk disco. That is just the most over the top theatrical, ridiculous shit you could possibly listen to. And quite honestly, that is not a ski fest under the normal ski fest definitions that we have of a ski fest. That is not a traditional ski fest. However, and I remember this part, he, when I said, I can't believe that this is an album that you really like. And you said, well, my favorite Kiss album is Dynasty, which is their disco record. So I was like, okay, here we go. That's the explanation. There it is. The crazy thing about that, Sherman, is you were telling that story in, in my mind was, and I was just about to say, well, my favorite Kiss album is <laughs> Dynasty, yes! which I love the fact that I told you that 18 you years ago. 18 years ago, you told me that. You're like, I, like, that was your, like, that was your, like, raison d'etre. And, like, this is, okay, so, Fire is the first album by by The Electric Six. Um, I mean... <laughs> It is, and it is straight fire. The album is straight fire. It's a it man. Is, it's a, the, the, the cover is the, a man burning, like a man on fire on a disco floor from Saturday Night Fever. Like they, they, they just came in so hot, like, like just said, "Yep, this is us. This is this is us ridiculous." And and, and uh, later I'm going to get into this, but I feel like the biggest disservice that they've been done is that they're kind of fall into a novelty band category, and I am not suggesting under any circumstances that they should have been. But I feel like that's why they are in the the uh, grand cosmos of rock criticism, which is part of the, the landscape that we talk about on this podcast. So that's the part, that's the only, and I am saying this, and I'm in defiance of that rock criticism, and I believe that they are way, way underappreciated for what it is that they bring to the table, which is, the most goddamn awesome party you could ever ask for. It's a party anthem after party anthem, disco, funk, rock, metal, new wave, all metal. thrown in together. Um, and, a lot of metal. And maybe what's also like, you know, held them back a little bit is just that, you know, the multiple lineup changes that they've gone through <laughs> over the years. Like I, I like my, my head hurt trying to, you know, assemble each of the lineups that I've seen over the years, the three or four bass players that I've seen, the two or three drummers that I've seen. Um, it's almost Spinal Tappy. How many, it how many, all, the, the it's roster just, It's in and out. It's in and out. But it's always um, got Dick Valentine. But it's, it's always, always got, got lead singer Dick Valentine. Right. And I think that, you know, yeah, it, it has a core there. Um, but I had to... I didn't like look up photos of the Colonel because I saw the Colonel in the lineup and I was like, I know I've seen him multiple times and I'd forgotten what he looks like. So I had to look it up and, and, and find out. The most um, consistent lineup though. I mean, you're, you're totally right. And we're going to get through this a little bit, but the most consistent lineup for the electric six are as follows. It's Dick Valentine on mouth or vocals as it's listed in their album kill. Uh, Tate nucleus on the synth. Johnny National on guitar, the Colonel on guitar, Percussion World on drums. Like, that is, like, the, the quintessential, like, primo, 
most of the most of the records line up and th- there's absolutely like a cycle of a cycle of other folks that have come through and and played for well, six i look at i look at them like uh you know like some kind of like a touring all-star band where it's okay if there's some guy i don't know with a fake name that's playing that's playing uh guitar one time on one album or one tour but you're right it changes a lot i just felt like we're cheated because like i remember looking at fire and looking at the band i'm like yeah i would like to see the rock and roll indian play guitar that's yes true. i would yeah i was like i would yeah. i would like to see disco on bass yes <laughs> and true. oh Serge Jobot on rhythm yeah. guitar. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. in, and okay. we didn't get a chance. Like we were, we robbed of that opportunity. Robbed, robbed, we robbed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to your like Kiss and Dynasty, but that's this not just Dynasty. It's not just Dynasty, which is the main reason, but it's also just being a Kiss fan in general. Because I think a lot of people would look at my background and the bands that I liked at the time before I got into Kiss. And that would have made no sense. But there's just something different and unique about Kiss. And I came to Kiss late. And then I was all in. And then, it, you know, the fact that other critics and other fans turned their noses up at Kiss just made me love them even more. And the fact that other people would, like, when talk about Electric Six, would be like, oh, is it a bit of a joke? I mean, this is a bit of a goof, isn't it? I'm like, that's not the point. You're not paying attention. Listen, watch the shows, you know. And... And they delivered. They delivered each and every time. It's just one of those bands, like in that 2000 era. Um, I don't know. I've lost track of how many times I saw them here oh in New York, in New Jersey, 15, Maxwell's. 15 so, or 16 times. I feel yeah. like I've seen it. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, listen, they're, they're a theatrical band. He's theatrical. Dick Valentine is, first of all, let's just talk about it. Dick. This is Dick Valentine's band. Okay. Whatever Dick Valentine decides to do with whoever it is that he's got around him, he's going to be the electric six. And, and he's got an incredible vocal range and, yeah. it's, and it's a showy range. And, and, and their shows are also very theatrical in nature. I do find that to be interesting about you because I know you're not like, you're not like a musical theater uh, you know, aficionado per se, but like you like theatrical bands like Kiss and. But that's the Kiss element, yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yep. right, agreed. But like, yep. but like they've they've always embraced that. Like Kiss has always embraced it first. They Kiss embraced it first, and you know, Electric Six is you know the long line of it. But the the lyrics are, I mean, the lyrics for Electric Six songs are like just ridiculous. I mean, they've always been ridiculous. Like you either and 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 you can't really get it. Like it's it's kind of to me it's kind of like the way people like people defend like Ween, right? You know, like 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 there's some kind of group of fans that are like, no, 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 they're geniuses. You know, nobody thought Weird Al was a genius for a really long time, and now he's widely acknowledged as being a goddamn genius, which he is. But the point I'm trying to make in my usual roundabout way is that like no one's appreciating how fucking ridiculously fun this is and how tongue-in-cheek and how like there's no way anyone could mean these lyrics because they're it's they're, it's almost i don't want to say it's nonsense but like it's so over the top you couldn't possibly take it seriously and that's what makes it fun but at their, I, mean, for, I look at it as like they're playing a character and the band are playing mm. characters on stage and i love Clearly, the fact that good point Great, I love the fact point. that they have, great you know, point. they have the nicknames, the rock and roll Indian, the Colonel, Tate Nucleus, question mark. I mean, they're playing a, a character. And so if you're paying it, if you're trying to like make sense of the lyric or if you're paying too much attention on whether or not this is a goof or a joke, you're missing the missing whole the point. point. Right. They're playing, they're, they're, it's, they're putting on a character, they're putting on a show and you just want to take it all in and you want to live in that world for that hour and a half 
and those 19 songs that they're playing. Like, I want to live in that world, so I'm not going to pay attention to, you know, the specific, and whether or not they're serious or not. I mean, that's not the point. So I, I look at it, if, and I'll be like, I guess I'll, I, I know, I guess I'll be bringing up Kiss a lot in this, but that's, the same way Kiss puts on makeup, you know, the Electric Six play characters, and so it it works for me. It works 100. percent um, it's great I, that it works for you. It, it still feels like it, it, it does feel a little bit of, like my, my tastes have always gone to that, like wry tongue in cheek, lyrical sense of humor. Like a lot of my more obscure bands, like uh, the one that, you know, always comes to mind is one of my favorites is too much joy where they, you know, they, they were more, they're more in that, like they might be giants in terms of the tone of their lyrics or something like that. It's not this, it's not this overt, you know, but like, I've always liked a band that didn't take itself seriously lyrically all the time. And there's plenty of bands that I love that do, but like, like, you know, like, so this kind of tracks, like this tracks for me, it it still tracks. It's still super fun. Um, Anyway, I'll I'll never not be surprised at my initial, reaction to you just being like loving this band from the get-go which was awesome because they are awesome and it would be awesome if we could dance (laughs) awesome uh what's your first pick i'll let you go first i don't know because i you know whatever i'll go first i love this band i love this band and i can't wait to see this band the next time i go to dc you and me we're gonna rip this thing we're gonna rip this thing apart I, I can't wait. No, I'm going to go a track off of fire. And it's the second to last one. It's I'm the bomb. Is nice. the first pick. Yes. And yes. I was thinking about it today. And it's, you're talking about <laughs> Dick Valentine's. You're, you're, you're talking about his range of this song. <laughs> I'm not even doing it. Just okay. So, yeah. Well, so we have to talk about the lyrics because everyone doesn't get it right off the bat. So uh, I'm, I'm the bomb is it goes three, two, one. I'm the bomb. And I'm ready to go off in your shit. Like, like, yeah, no, it's like, it's yeah, ridiculous. Oh, so funny. It's almost like, yeah, I mean, I, the, you know, it's almost like a skit on SNL, <laughs> you know, in a lot of ways. And, but I still think it's, it's like taking this one of those skits on the road and forming a band. And so, it, but it's, it's not like, like I said, it's not a, a goofer, you know, uh, a spoof for me. It's, it's just these guys assuming these roles and like, I'm going to go way over the top with this one. So three, two, one, I'm the bomb and I'm ready to go off. And then you just like that falsetto that just goes through the atmosphere. And, he can sing anything. And he can sing anything. And it's that perfect combination of the bass and the guitars, the rhythm, that disco rock that just, you know, that's what the electric six is all about. The, the, and the, the album fire is a straight up disco part. It's a disco punk funk party record. And like, it, it deserves to be bronzed or something. Like it's so perfect. Ah, you can't yeah. go wrong with anything. I'm right. I mean, can you go look, everybody knows the song gay bar. I'm not going to pick gay bar. I don't think you're going to pick gay bar. Like, but like, you know, gay bar is like the biggest song on the record. And then the second biggest song on the record is danger high voltage. All of those are from fire. Like I know electric six has gone on tour and they've said, okay, we're going to play only fire. You know, like they're going to do fire start to finish. I can't wait to fucking see that. Like, I mean, just, I cannot wait. To oh, see amazing. That. Yeah. It, that'd be amazing. You know, because it, because well, there's not a yeah. bad song. On the, there's not a bad song on that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, I'm really no. jacked up. So, you know. no, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, you know, imagine seeing them do, you know, fire start to finish. And just when you're getting to the end, you're thinking like, okay, they're just about to wrap things up here. They're going to go with I'm the maybe bomb. If they're singing the last track. So maybe I did see, you know what? I think I did see them do this whole record. Hold on. I think I saw them do this whole record, like right before Hurricane uh, Sandy hit. 
like it was, oh, it was right. something in, 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 in New York City. I think I think so. My friends will call me out for this. Be like, of course we went to that show with you. But it was, I believe that like they were talking about like, okay, the hurricane's coming, but first we play the hits. <laughs> Brilliant. Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. The showmanship of Dick Valentine on stage also, like it is so impossible to accurately describe other than like, he is like a, a theatrical and ridiculous. He's the most, he's, yeah, it's a character. You you said it perfectly. It, he's a character. He's playing this over the top lead singer guy that you could see in either like obviously you could see in a in a in a club, uh, uh, like a club like right now with a, with a ridiculous rock band. But like he's also like you could see him doing covers of like like in in like an early seventies Las Vegas showroom, and he yeah. would still sound totally. fantastic because his voice is weirdly that good and he's just joking the whole time the whole time oh it's great it's great i think he could do like a cover of like motown songs and he'd sound phenomenal like i just think he's that he could do i mean i know they covered radio gaga on senior smoke he could do a whole album of queen covers and he'd sound amazing uh, that's I'm not gonna, easy to do do, uh, do you want to get into the co- the covers conversation now or do you want to save it to later because like Wait. i have elaborate notes <laughs> well let me get your let me get your first pick how about okay. that okay thank you micah i will get to it all right is Wow. Okay. So, um, because we're going in the direction that we're going on this, um, I'm going to pick a song from what I think is one of their two best records, not named Fire. Um, and there are two of them. Uh, one of them is the is is Switzerland, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, their third record released in 2006. Switzerland is absolutely terrific. Um, but you know, since the point of this podcast is to try to pick songs that make you understand what the band actually sounds like, or why it's funny, this is actually a little more subtle song for them lyrically, um, and it's just more about dancing. And it is from the album right after that, with two thousand seven, which has one of the greatest album titles I have ever heard in my entire life, which is "I Shall Exterminate Everything Around Me That Restricts Me from Being the Master." That's the name of the record. if fiona apple did not exist that would be the longest album i'd ever heard album title i'd ever heard but because you know apple does exist it's not that this record's third song is called dance pattern and dance pattern is just like a ridiculous fun disco funk dance track and it is just like and it is just him talking about like whether or not he's gonna get with some lady because whether or not his dance moves are good enough and it is Silly and over the top, but it encapsulates exactly what I think this band is about. So, like, I mean, Dance Pattern is, like, a fun, a fun one, you know. And the first three songs, like, they do this ridiculous song called The Showtime, and then they do Down at McDonald's, and then Dance Pattern comes right after it. And it's just boom, boom, boom. They just don't even – this album is – I think this album holds up better, certainly better than Sin or Smoke for me. And it's like this one in Switzerland are just – are just terrific. And like, if you, if you did nothing else, than listen to fire Switzerland and, and, and I shall exterminate everything around me. Like you would get a real good sense of what this band is. Uh, and so dance pattern is, is my pick. I'd like to have a take on that. And it's, but it's an album I was looking at today that I missed in my collection. And I was reminded of how prolific they are and have been. Oh my know, God. Yes. 18 years. <laughs> Cause like I was looking at my collection cause I had fire, senior smoke, Switzerland, and then the next one I had was Kill from 2009. Oh, but you're missing. And so, 
And so I missed that one. I just missed it all together. Oh, um, yes. So I, you're going to have to talk me into that, and I'm going to give it a listen after this podcast. What? But- oh, my God. Is Everything on this record is freaking awesome. I mean, like, it just it just rolls right through. I mean, like, it's got When I Get to the Green Building on it. Uh, Randy's Hot Tonight. Randy's Hot Tonight. He's Hot Tonight. I mean, come on. It's awesome. Uh, I don't like you is a huge thing. They have this weird diss track about Lenny Kravitz. It's just called Lenny Kravitz. So it's really mean. Um, it's the only thing I don't a- agree with. I mean, like it's got sexy trash on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like no. rip it and feed my fucking habit. I mean, like there, I, I, there's not a, to me there other than insulting Lenny Kravitz for no apparent reason. Like there's not a swing and miss on on the master record. There's not a swing and miss on that record. Not at all. No, I think yeah. I mean, it's like that was like the era where I was winding down <sighs> CD purchases, oh, okay. and yeah. you know, came kill on like um, on on Apple iTunes. So yeah, I missed that one. Um, what did you yeah. think of Kill? A Kill Kill kind of eludes me. I'm, I'm sitting here. By the way, everyone, I'm literally staring. And one of the other benefits of actually not doing this in front of ski in person is that like I have the benefit of my computer tabs and my oh, yeah. voluminous Same. amount of CDs and cases that I'm staring at of this band. And here's another thing that's frightening. I own seven compact discs of the electric six and I don't even have half their discography. No. I don't even own half, which is was, like I, yeah. crazy. I did find this gem from, I got at Amoeba of a, a CD single of danger high voltage, nice. which includes, I lost control in parentheses of my rock and roll remote <laughs> remote control me in parentheses so you know yeah. they, they they were just fantastic by the way my um, copy of the of of everything I, I shall exterminate everything around me is also from amoeba my cd copy is nine dollars there you go there you go well now I was, I was also struck by the fact that like the you know they had hits off of fire that were top 10 hits in the uk top 10, 10 hits well, and and yet they were dropped by their label after fire. And so they, they had to bounce around a little bit. Um, so wait, now I want to ask you, maybe you know, because this is kind of like one of your things. Like other than Danger High Voltage and Gay Bar, did they have another hit off of fire that charted? Not that I saw today. No, okay. those were the two that charted in the UK okay. and got them like on Jules Holland. They got them, you know, a decent slot at Glastonbury. So yeah, I, I was, that makes sense you know, that they had a bigger following in the UK. Um, but that's still kind of surprising that they charted so high. So actually, I take that back. Dance Commander also charted it in Dance the UK. Dance Commander did chant, chart. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Dance so, Commander is the first song of a fire that Ski was referencing earlier. I don't know right. if he's going to pick it or not, but, you know, um, but Dance Commander is, I mean, look, yeah. But, I mean, listen, Dance Pattern is fun. Like, and, like, if you just didn't know who they were, Right. Like, like, if, like, that's the point of this podcast. It's like, okay, play, play on the bomb and then play dance pattern. Like that gives you a sense of like what the rest of electric six sounds like, assuming that you care more that you want to hear more than gay bar or, or danger high voltage. Or if you don't even know those songs, like you'll get a sense of what those songs sound like. Yeah, for sure. No. And I, like, I need to go back and uh, check out that album because I was just like, I was stunned when I looked today at their discography and yeah, I mean, they, been cranking out records since I've had two kids, so I haven't gotten to the Black Cat as much as I used to. But... <laughs> All right, but, yeah, uh... I want to talk about the title. Okay, so I own, I own Fire, which is 03, 
Senior Smoke, 05. Switzerland, 06. Uh, The Master, 07. Flashy, 08. Kill, 09. Zodiac, 10. I didn't even know about Heartbeats and Brainwaves, which was 11. They basically released an album every single year. Yeah. Like starting, and it was always in October almost. Like it was October 07, October 08, October 09, October 10, October 11, October 13, it's Mustang, October 14, Human Zoo, uh, October 15, his bitch don't let me die. <laughs> October 16, Fresh Blood for Tired Vampires. And maybe the best title they have, which is How Dare You. <laughs> In 2017, like I'm list, I'm reading this off because I I don't have anything past Zodiac, and I thought I was a fan. Yeah, <laughs> I know. No, I, it's like it felt embarrassing that I have missed out on so much of their later era songs, and I know that they were coming out with they had another cover that they just released, um, and then I looked at iTunes today and saw that they have uh, yeah a new album out, Streets of Gold. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. that just came out. That Holy just cow. came out. Yeah, that wow. just came out. So wow, that came out like literally July thirtieth. You know, we probably won't release this for months, but July thirtieth, there's a new album. What's on Streets of Gold? Well, that had the, the Yamo Be There cover. Uh-huh. Um, Don't change. Click your fingers. Applauding to play. Little lies. That's entertainment. They had little lies on there, huh? Yeah. So. Oh wait. Oh, so it's a, oh that's their covers record. They have that's entertainment gang of four. Oh, is this a covers record? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I want to, let's get into this right now. So, uh, you know, when we were originally first scheduling this this podcast, I was like, I was, like, you know, Electric Six, man, like they can cover anything because I remember and this is remember time. So I was with Alex, uh, my, our buddy Alex, who we went to college with, and we went to, to Maxwell's to see the Electric Six, and yeah. it was one of those like cold nights in like February, and and. And Dick Valentine, just to his credit, because Dick Valentine is this kind of guy, was humping his own gear. Like, and I don't mean like actually, I don't mean, I mean, picking it up and moving it. Like he was humping his own gear after the show and was like loading it into the van. I mean, like, this is not like a glamorous band. It was, you know, it's, you know, that's Max, right. They you know, do do that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he's just like, you know, he's just like, like, there's not a roadie. Like it's him, you know, it's him and the rest of, you know, him and, you know, uh, Everybody, Tate Nucleus and Johnny National and, you know, Percussion World, everybody. Like, they, you know, they're just, they, they're doing the work, right? Yeah. So this was after, I don't know if it was after Singer Smoke or after Switzerland. I, I feel like it was kind of after the Switzerland record. And they did this cover of Stand Back by Stevie Nicks. And, like, it was fucking awesome. And I was like... And that was the moment where I was like, this band is better than anyone thinks that it is. Like, they literally are. Because they just did Stand Back. And it was the be- it's still the best version of Stand Back I have ever heard. He- he's just that good. So when I was thinking about that and just thinking about covers, I was like, all right, well, let me just dig in. See if, like, you know, because uh, there's not a recording of them doing Stand Back that I've ever found. There might no. be, but there might there might have been, but like I only saw it live, right? So then I started thinking, like, well, what other covers did they do? You know, what what's the deal? And they have done like nothing but covers records interspersed as well, because the fan base that loved the Electric Six, which is clearly I'm a member of, but not like a member like these people, they're like funding their whole lives. Like the people that are that are like on Kickstarter are Kickstarter paying for the Electric Six to record covers. 
constantly. Like their covers list is nuts. Sure, they did Radio Gaga on 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 Senor Smoke. That was really early, and they just released Yamo Be There. And but like, have you heard them do the look, dude, by Roxette? No. <laughs> but so this is the thing. If you look this up on Wikipedia, they did that. They dropped this album, okay, in March of fifteen, called Mimicry and Memories, and it's goddamn bonkers they lead off with everywhere they do easy lover they do they they do the look by Roxette, which is absolutely incredible um you know they it's just like it's it's bonkers what they do it's bonkers it's bonkers it's bonkers it's bonkers they do kids in america they've done just what i needed they did in quarantine they played it live from a club and they streamed it this was just like last year um they do she drives me crazy by Funny Cannibals, which is nuts. All of this is on YouTube. Like, so, like, I couldn't find it on Spotify, so you can't find it there. Oh, oh and they just did Rubber Band Man. Uh, on, they did Rubber Band Man on one of their records. And it was just like, oh, and I, they did Eye in the Sky by the Parsons. That's right. Yeah, I have that one. Yeah, that, yeah I saw that. that. Yeah. That, that is bonkers. It is a bonkers cover because it's creepy, but it's, like, really authentic. But, like, the way that he sings it, it's like, I am, like, this creepy guy who's, like, watching you all the time. It's, like, really... It's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, so they could do anything. I mean, you know that that is my like. You know, oh, they did the warrior. They covered the warrior. Um, so th- that's like the long short list of like their covers. Um, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy. They could. They. I, I want to see them do like a, just a whole concert of covers. And I'm, clearly, I'm not the only one because there's a bunch of Electric Six fans that have funded this on Kickstarter. So it's crazy. <laughs> I'm surprised that like they had so many people that fund them on Kickstarter like that. I don't know. No, my only take on that is, and it's a little bit different, I suppose, is that because I'm such a fan of those early records in particular, like, and maybe this is like the path forward for them, and they focus on that, you know, and then keep like money in the bank account, and you know, keeps them up and playing. But I'd rather people get turned on to like their originals and those early records, you know, rather than you know trying to break through with like a a Weezer-like cover of an 80s song, you know, but... I don't know. I want to hear... I mean, they, they did... You, I, I, I heard them do Union of the Snake. They did Dirty Laundry by Don Henley. Like, they covered Val by Garbage, which I know you would never want to listen to. But, like, that's <laughs> all on another record called You're Welcome. I mean, like, they're clearly leaning into it, is my point. Like, I get what you're saying. Um, right. But, like, they're, they're, you know... If it was me, if my albums aren't selling... Right. Like, like, I'm not saying that they're not selling, but like, what if they're not like, what if the other ones are not selling? Like, what if Fresh Blood for Tired Vampires and How Dare You are not selling? But the fan base wants to hear Dick Valentine and company just do awesome shit. Like, I'm not a, I'm not upset if they want to do awesome shit. I know what you mean. I, I, I'm not trying. to. No, I'm it. not. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not upset. And like, I totally understand it. I mean, you've been at this for as many years as you have. And if fans are paying you money to do this. You know, you take it and you, you do it. I'm only saying that I don't like I hope like they still put out originals that, you know, will get our attention and still have that same kind of core and essence of those you know early records for themselves. But right. I totally get it. I just when I heard Yamo be there, that did thought did come across my mind as like, they, you know, they're trying to go down that path of like. You know the what Weezer has done for the past two uh, couple of spins around the block, and I have more respect for Electric Six and a half for Weezer. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just. Well, I'm not, I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but that's my take. I mean, like you know, I think Weezer's been pulling my leg for a 
two decades now. Uh, so anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, and I think that, yeah. And so <laughs> I, I guess I lost some respect for Weezer. Not that I had a whole ton of it, but, you know, it's just going down a path of like, well, let me recycle this, you know, tradition of covering an 80s hit and, you know, getting some recognition for it. It's like when they did Africa and then you know, new generation thinks that's, you know, uh, Weezer original. I don't know. Anyway, I think Electric Six could very well tour off of just their covers and just playing that role, playing that character. I'd love every minute of it, but I'm also definitely into trying to you know, bring fire back, um, you know, to the surface and senior smoke and switzerland and kill and uh yeah diving into some of their other stuff that i missed along the way <laughs> apparently so well listen do be be kind to yourself ski there's a lot out there from there's a lot there's a lot this is the, you know i never thought that i would say that electric six is a hard one to pick some pick some songs from not because i don't love them and I'm, i have a hard time making decisions those things are facts but what i didn't realize is that there's eight records not including the covers that like because I'm, I'm not picking a cover as my next song you know no. but but i the sky is amazing and rubber band man is great uh i forget which that's one of a later record that's not um i think it's off of a later record uh it, it's really good the rubber band man cover is weirdly good um but and they're just what just what I needed, just streamed from last year. I mean, they're perfect to cover the cars. You know, like they do have a sound. They do have a sound that does lend itself to doing a killer cover. And again, it just speaks to Dick's vocals. He's just do it. He's just yeah. He could cover anything. Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. He could do anything. The look, like, the, the cover, their cover of the look by Roxette. It, like if if nothing else, after we finish this podcast, like look it up on YouTube and play it. It's it's great. And you're just like, wow, I want to hear that. And the thing is, like, maybe it's the fact that, like, you know, I've only seen a couple of live concerts in the last month. And other than that, I haven't seen any in just like everybody else in like a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like, there was a couple, but like nothing. Uh, you nothing know, it's not like, a, yeah. uh, right. I wasn't nothing, right. lose the last weekend. Like, you know, like it wasn't, you, right. know, <laughs> uh, you know, so, so it's not like I'm seeing stuff left and right. And then when all of a sudden, like, I, I click on to, like electric six doing covers or doing, or, you know, a streaming cover that I didn't know they did of just what I need about the cars. And like, you're just like, Oh my God, it's the fucking six. Like they're, 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 they're at a six. They're it's at a the club. Six. It's the six. It's the six. They're it's at a club. Six. It's, they're in a club. They're playing. Dick Valentine's being ridiculous. He's, he's saying like, and then we play the hits, which he always does. Ski, can you explain the, this like weird ass inside joke that he has with his audience? Of Which the hits, one? of the hits, of Dick Valentine just talking about how he's going to play the hits. No, I think you're better able to tell that one. Man. It's just like, okay, so every single show, it's like he'll start talking to the audience like a little bit. He's like, I'm going to play this one song from our album. And then we do the hits. And he basically does that through the entire show until like the last song. And it's just like, like, it, it's this thing where it's like, you either think that's funny or you're like, shut the hell up. And you, if, you, if you don't think that's funny, you probably didn't buy a ticket to the show. You know, like, or you shouldn't have, or someone dragged you and you're making a mistake by being there and your friend is smarter than you. Well, I'm uh, glad you, you brought up like the way he interacts with the crowd because that's one of my favorite Electric Six moments is when, you know, he comes back for the encore and he's in, I think he's in a, like a boxing robe. And, yep, it's showtime. And, and he says, we didn't come here to do 18 songs. We came here to do 
19. And they launched into Dance Commander. The place went absolutely bonkers. And, like, there's a guy behind me who'd been yelling for Dance Commander all night. Like, from the first song, he'd been yelling for Dance Commander. And I know Dick heard it. And I just love that. (laughs) He didn't come here to do 18 songs. We came here to do 19. And the place lost it. The Black Cat just went nuts. I love that, like, every time they that he talks about, um, you know, whether what the new album is going to be like, he's like, don't worry, there's plenty of songs about dance and rock and fire in all of our, in all of our, that's right. Like, don't worry, folks, the central tenets of the band are still here, they're still here. (laughs) (laughs) That's doesn't matter who's in it. Um, you want to pick another? Yeah, I got another one. And this is off of their second album, which I'm still very much a fan of. And it's right up there with Fire for me, not quite at the top of the, the, the pile because Fire is just so good. Um, but uh, I'm going with Dance Epidemic. Thank off God. Of Senior I, Smoke. Thank you. Thank and, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, it's like, good. look, your body goes to waste the <laughs> minute you don't give it to me. I'm dying for your sins on the dance floor. Can't you see? I mean, <laughs> it's like, I don't even have to say anything more like that. Like that's just that kind of, I don't know. That just pulls me in. I'm like, I am all in. And just the fact that call it, it's a dance epidemic tonight. It's still on my mind, oh, still on party. my mind, still on my mama. It's just a party from start to finish. The funk, the disco, the rock, um, the vocal where he just <laughs> screams bloody murder, but he nails it. Um, so and dance epidemic is just one that... Anytime I saw that live, it got me going. So it is. That's my second pick. I, I tell you what, that I, I I almost feel like that should be the only pick, uh, like because it's that good. It's yeah. that good for Chorsky. It's that. Perfect. It's so good. It's so uh, yeah, good. I mean, I feel like Dance Epidemic is like it. That is the. I mean, that's if it, it, it's not off a song off a of fire, and you want to know what they sound like, you should listen to Dance Epidemic. You should listen to that first. You should listen to it now. Everybody should just. Yeah, I don't want to say turn off the podcast because I want you to watch, listen to it the whole way through and tell, <laughs> and tell your friends right. how great this podcast is. But oh my god, Dance Epidemic! And, and it's almost like it wasn't a sick show if they didn't play it, right? Yeah. No, you had to have that in there, and it was just like a sign of like after fire, the hits going to keep on coming. And they always played it at the right spot, like in the, the set. And I feel like I've seen them where it's been kind of all over, like closer to the beginning, closer to the end, maybe one of the encores. First song um, of the encore. And it fits everywhere. It just fits everywhere. But yeah, it's one of the first encores. It's mm-hmm. that's probably like it's it's top slot because like you know you only have a few left, but you still want to party. It's like, oh, I got this one for you. What do you think about this? And it just hits all the right notes. I got to tell you, I feel like if the next time we see the Electric Six, I want them to to, to lead off with Dance Epidemic. Like, I think the pl- I think I, I would lose my goddamn mind. I, 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 uh, I, I, it, I, I can't handle it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to handle it. But, um, God, I can't wait for that moment. Dance Epidemic tonight. Um, it's uh, it's so much fun. Still on my mind. Still on my mind. Anyway, it's like a dance epidemic to me. It's so great. I want it so bad. I'm never gonna get it. The girls on fire. It's a dance epidemic, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, folks. You, you know gotta what? turn that Dude, on. We I'm gotta not doing do it justice. We, but... we gotta do that at karaoke sometime. 
If, that, if, that it's, if, it, if it's ever, if it's ever anywhere, that would be. If we could find that karaoke, yes. In public, public karaoke. Yes. I mean, we could do it. I mean, you know, safe karaoke. We know we can find it, but like in public, if we blew that up, at like at like a good. Here's the thing, guys. You guys don't know this unless you're in DC and you're listening to podcast. Like, the, the karaoke scene in DC is still pretty sparse. Like, there's not like a good. If please at me, bro, if you can find one, because like I don't know. Uh, like there's these um these ridiculous karaoke leagues where like everyone's wearing like bad props and like competing and that's stupid like that defeats the whole that, that, I mean like it's just stupid and I'm a karaoke fanatic and that's dumb like there shouldn't be a league you know like you you're there you sh- like back in the day when you know and th- God bless we were there for the closing of Million Owls in 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 uh, Adams Morgan went on a Thursday night, like it actually was a legit karaoke spot where you could show up, you'd pay the guy probably too much, you could sing your song, and there were, yeah. it was enough randos out there, you felt like you were performing to an audience of, of mostly strangers and a tight circle of friends that are buying shots. And that's what karaoke is supposed to be. You know, it, it's not supposed to be league night. It's not bowling night. It's, 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 it's it, you know, it's not like I've got a feather boa and how great am I to sing? It's fucking raining men. Get out of my house. Get out of this bar. Go someplace else. Go someplace else with that tacky shit. You're supposed to be there. Like, maybe you're singing a song out of your range. Maybe you're singing a song where, you, you know, you shouldn't be singing in the first place. Maybe you're singing the greatest party anthem of all time. Maybe you're singing Dance Epidemic by the Electric Six. But whatever it is, you should be having a good time. You should be partying your nuts off. You should be like, it should, you should be trying to, trying to meet somebody because you're so theatrical with the way you sing or whatever it is but it should be in public it should be the group right tell me i'm wrong no i think you're 100 right and like that's where like electric six would be so much fun because part of the fun of that kind of karaoke experience is could you win over the crowd i mean you know your friends your girlfriend your wife or whatever are going to you know support you, you. right yeah. but if you could like turn over a part of the crowd that was always my favorite moment and I think Electric Six type songs, it would just be fun to see how those would play out. It would raise eyebrows. It would like turn heads. And if you could win them over with that, um, that'd be a hit. I'd also love to like have, you know, the, the everybody who's ever played in Electric Six be like a backing band for a live band karaoke session. And that would be oh amazing too. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that'd be awesome. That would just be. Um, uh, so I should pick another song uh, yep. before I, uh, you know, I got to tell you, uh, I'm so, I'm just so happy to dance epidemic. I'm so thankful. Thank you for doing that. Uh, it's so important that everybody knows that, knows about that song. <sighs> this last one is tough. I can't tell, dude. Should I go like deep, should I be deep cutting? Should I go for another deep cut or should be like going for like, or should we play the hits? Uh, I, was, I was gonna say I was gonna imitate Dick Valentine. Say you gotta give him a hit. Give, you gotta give the hits. You gotta give the hits. Give him a hit. Give a hit. All right. All right. Um, all right. Uh, then um, you probably have to just you know you could probably have to go back to fire, right? Yeah. Like uh, you know, I want to say synthesizer, um, which is the last song on the album, um, but. I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I think <laughs> uh, 
I think I gotta go dance commander. I think it's just so good. Like it's just like that that is an electric sing, sick song. And it's the first That's song a signature song. To. I'm so glad you song. did it. We yeah, have to. I'm so glad you to. did that. Yeah. So there's three songs we have that you, our dance is the first song. It, like you just realize that. But like because I'm keeping track of this on the on the spreadsheet. And it's yes. I'm the Bob, Dance Pattern, Dance Epidemic, and Dance Commander. So like there you go. <laughs> Yeah, now you got improper dancing to add to the mix. I thought about so, yeah. that. I thought about that. Anyway, uh, Dance Commander, like, I mean, Ski already talked it up. Uh, you know, I mean, you figure out the name, you figure out the, you figure out the, the vibe of the band from the four songs we picked. Fabulous. Yeah, it, it just starts off with a little bit of drums and uh, and Dick, and then the, like the whole band comes in. Like I said, that was the moment where I was, you know, walking to work and realized... Right. Yeah, I'm all in on this. I'm all in on this band. Um, and I mentioned like on our, our podcast on the Donnas, how like the Donnas were like the last band I obsessed about. Mm-hmm. Electric Six came pretty close to that um, just for those first few years because I mean, they're such a great live band. And wherever they were, wherever they played, I wanted to go see them at Dance Commander. Like, yeah, they just tore it up. And so, yeah, it was the 19th song. Uh, on that set but it was amazing <laughs> what a way to finish the song because it's just it's everything that we love about electric six and it's the first song on that album so it, it hits all the right buttons there are so many uh songs that all sound like this that they do um uh, so it, it actually is a really big challenge to only pick four songs it might sound like we picked the same song three times um we didn't um god it's i mean but there i mean first of all i mean we've ignored the two biggest hits which are danger high voltage which may or may not have jack white on backups now i have conflicting reports i always assumed it was jack white and now like no one will nothing will confirm on record that that it's that it is jack white like who just showed up in the studio to sing backup on a fellow detroit band's big one one of its two biggest hits um, like the yeah. rest of the band members won't confirm it. Like the rock and roll Indian is strangely silent on that. Uh, on that, uh, it's uh, but you know it's impossible to avoid Danger High Voltage, and it's also brilliant. And it's also one of those things where, like, I don't know about you, but like I have seen more memes of like of like if you see a sign that says Danger High Voltage, like near like a, a train, like a train transformer or something like that. Like I've seen people like get a sticker and put right next to it and go, when we touch, when we kiss. Yeah, no, it's, and that's where like, you know that like, it's not just us. Like I always look at those, whenever I see that, it's such a, it's such a great feeling because you realize like, okay, we're not alone here. There's yeah, a community here. People get it. People understand. Other people so, get the six. Yeah. Other people get the six. So. And then there's gay bar, and it's kind of and and gay bar is, gay bar is their their the most widely known song for sure. You know, I, give me your thoughts first on gay bar. No, it would. I don't know. Like it would be. And how it's holding up. I think it still holds up fine because it is an act. It is a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's anything derogatory about it. And except for the fact that, you know, I got something to put in you at yeah! the gay bar. Yeah! So, yeah, yeah. but you know, <laughs> I don't like- know. Like there's so many, like speaking of kiss, sexual innuendo, like they, right. they're, they did throw that out the window and they're just they're telling you exactly what they feel. I don't know. Like I always found a kitschy camp over the top and, and fine. Um, 
So it's not something I'm going to play for my kids anytime soon. That's for sure. But uh, we're ignoring something. Uh, yeah. Another another song on fire that uh, has a very important uh, uh, break in it, which is in in the song "Improper Dancing." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're at some such moment, a great moment. We're at some moment. The whole band is playing and they're jamming. It's like da 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 improper dancing in the middle of the street. Somebody better call the chief of police. And then he's like, stop. Continue. (laughs) Well, and wasn't it true that like (laughs) live, he would say stop. They would cover another song. Yes. And (laughs) finish the cover and go (laughs) (laughs) brilliant. Um, Brilliant. It's tough not to pick naked pictures of your mother. (laughs) She's white. I don't know. I want to have you on this podcast. I want your comments. I want to know everything. I really do. Um, you know, lyrically, it's just, it's brilliant, but like, it's, it's brilliantly stupid and stupidly brilliant. You know, like, it's like, like you have to get, you have to get the joke. If you, if you take it yeah. seriously, you're going to get offended. And, you know, but it's kind of like in the South Park way almost. It's like, you're making fun. He's like, they're making fun of everything. Like, you can't take it seriously. Well, and it's funny because like, I was, when I was getting ready for this, doing some research, you know, yeah, like you, I had always assumed that it was a proven fact that Jack White sang background vocals on Danger, Danger, High Voltage. And just reading some of the possibilities today, like a fan entered into a contest. Yeah. And he was maybe the only one that entered. Um, I don't know, but it's like, I love the idea of, a fan just randomly singing back in <laughs> vocals on a song like that. And, and it made the cut. Um, because yeah, you have to be all in. You just have to be all in with this be, band. Yeah. You can't go halfway and no. like, oh, I like a little bit of that or like a little bit of that or, oh, yeah. I'm offended by that song, but I'd love to, like it, you're either in or you're out. And obviously. If you want the feeling, by the way, Ski, if, you, if you're like missing the six, like if you're just missing like a live show of the six and I'm not, you know, I'm not always Mr. Like, okay, listen to a live album and you'll get a sense of the band. I I said that before. I've been essentially deprived of live music for 18 months. So now my opinion is different. Now my opinion is, oh my God, I listened to a live album and I felt like I was on an Electric Six show and it was in preparation for this podcast. Their 2012 album, Absolute Pleasure, <laughs> is a live album. And it's, of course, perfectly titled, right? Of course, they're going to title their album absolute pleasure and it was recorded live at uh, the first avenue in in minneapolis and so uh i certainly uh i was listening to some of that and he does his uh mid-song patter uh where he talks about uh, he's gonna play the song and then play the hits and it's never never doesn't make me laugh because i've seen him he also has this like kind of cartoonish face when he does it like he's just he's, it's like it the whole thing is an inside joke and you either think the inside joke is is hilarious or you're like why am i here and like if if you're why am i here just go go do something yeah else. no go somewhere else and so the rest of us can just enjoy the show yeah so no, I, I could agree more like you have to be all in uh otherwise yeah it's just it's not worth it it's not worth your time and it's not worth you know everybody else's time um it's certainly yeah. not worth the band's time so yeah, definitely not uh what what songs would you say besides like the entire first half of their catalog and i will say a, a ton of covers on YouTube, basically pick whatever the F you want and like, you'll find it. Um, 
but like I, I do recommend Eye in the Sky. I think that is it's creepy and and and, and crazy. And their cover of Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac is also nuts. And their look by Roxette on the covers category is just—it's hard to argue any of those as far as I'm concerned. But, what, but before I get into the songs that I feel are also really, really, really important, what ones that we did not talk about? Do you want well, to I mean, do you like? I mean, I think we touched on most of Fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. It's, it's like okay. Listen to all the Fire, and then yeah. Okay. Well, I, I mean, look, the first one off of Senior Smoke, so I'm going to focus on Senior Smoke for okay. a moment, because for me, at least Switzerland was a bit of a miss, and so I'm going to list, I list that, that again today, but um, okay. Okay. Rock and Roll Evacuation, the first Great song, song. Of, of, uh Senior Smoke, uh, Dantathon 2005, Be My Dark Angel, Vibrator, it's a killer three, <laughs> triple play there, um, and, then, and then like they're just, they're random interludes, you know, like Dance the Pleasing Interlude 1 and Pleasing Interlude 2. Um, she doesn't like it too hot. She doesn't like it too cold. Room temperature, room temperature. I just love the O to room temperature water. Um, Monty the imposter, you know. Yeah, so I, that's uh, you can find that on uh, Senior Smoke from your Electric Six. Okay, and, and so not, you 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 disagree with me here on 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 Switzerland. You're not into Switzerland. Not as fun as the other two. Yeah, those first two albums. Not as fun. See, it's um, interesting that you say that because I found Senior smoke to be a slight dip in performance for them i felt like they were trying to do the same thing again that they did with fire so i feel like it was hit and miss the hits are really big and then we played the hits but but like i feel like some of the like like some of them were like yeah they weren't as good as like you know like rock and roll i mean the rock and roll evacuation i've always loved death not 2005 i actually when you played it the other night i was like yeah you're right yeah it's great stuff um um but off of Switzerland, I would say, uh, what about Mr. Woman? Off of Switzerland. I love that song. It's ridiculously loud and stupid. No? <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against it. It just doesn't hit me as much as, you know, some of the others. But not what about that Night Vision? List. Like right after the... Oh, anyway. I, yeah, okay. All right. Hey, listen, you know. What about I wish this song was louder? No, Come I do on. like that. Yeah, no, that would no, I like that one a lot. Yeah, okay. No question about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's that one. Okay. We got, you know, and I like pink flamingos. It's like them stretching a little. Uh, that's off in Switzerland. Um, again, uh, you know, I, I will say it before and I said it again. Uh, I kind of feel like their most secretly brilliant record is I Shall Exterminate Everything Around Me That Restrictions Have Come in the Master. I'm going to uh, go back to that. Yeah. So, so good. Start to, th- I mean, it starts with it's showtime. Um, so, you know, like that's, that's, Showtime. Super, that's yeah. super great. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> the fact that you have the one that I haven't talked about yet. And I was talking about when we were drunk on Saturday, um, <laughs> the, the, the 10th song on, on master is cuckoo. Kabo- <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo. Kabo- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's really hard to say. Cuckoo. Kabo- and it is the most ridiculous thing, but the chorus is Dick Valentine just singing, oh my God! And like, he, the way he does it, it's just perfectly, like they, they've paced it out. It's got this little synthesizer that Tate Nucleus is doing, where it's like, boop, 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 oh my God! Oh my God! I almost, I love Kuku Kabushu so much, I almost picked it instead of, instead of Dance Grander, but it would be, that would be wrong. 
uh, because Kamushi was such a deep cut. Like, I don't think it hasn't even played 200,000 times on Spotify. Like, it's not, it is not, it is not, it is not a hit song, except, right, except it's a hit song. It's a hit song. (laughs) It's a hit song. Um, And then there's some songs off of Flashy, which is their fifth record. Again, we're really deep in the weeds here, but that's the point. Um, Dirty Ball is pretty good. Uh, I think they played Formula 409 all the time uh, at concerts for a while. And, like, I actually think that's only fine. I don't think that that's, like, close to their best song. Uh, But, you know, when they do, we were witchy, witchy white women. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) <laughs> flashy man like some, <laughs> yeah. some of the shit is so ridiculous um, uh, but I, well all of it is ridiculous I mean uh, so you know and then Kill I mean am I missing are we missing anything from Kill that like is important um, to talk about I think so like I think we had a pretty good list um, oh yeah yeah no, we've got a I good mean, like, list the, Body shot. I mean, I'm, I always, yeah. I love the I love all their openers. Um, it's really good. So maybe I would add that one to the mix. Uh, from <laughs> one of the later records, uh, when Cowboys file for for divorce, that's fun. That's a fun track. Uh, I can vouch for that track. I, I barely even remember anything off of Zodiac. I'm gonna look now. I mean, like I own it. I mean, there's countdown to the countdown. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, this is where Rubber Band Man is. Rubber Band Man is on uh, on Zodiac. Um, uh, you know, they've got uh, Clusterfuck. Um, <laughs> I am a, I am a song. Uh, I will just uh, uh, just speaking uh, uh, in praise of Flashy. Uh, the sticker on the record for Flashy says 2008 album, 13 tracks. Very exciting. <laughs> it's, I mean, so you know you get a sense of the six the, like the state you know you either think their sense of humor is great or you're like why why would anyone watch these guys and, and you know you brought this up before I, I, I want to talk about this because I feel like I feel like this is one of those like well we're carrying the flag for a band that doesn't get the respect it deserves and I will carry the flag for the six of course you know, you talked about how they were on Jules Holland, and, like on the for for Fire, and now it's like eighteen years ago. And but that they were, you know, they, I guess you said they played Coach in '04, like that they were or, or something that they were or Glassberry. You said Glassberry, Glassberry, yeah, Glassberry, yeah. So, so like, you're basically what we're saying is that like, you know, their first record, they were like hot, 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 Randy's hot tonight. Like you could like get out there with them and maybe see them at a festival, but like they've really never done it since then i feel like they played like one acl like five years ago um and and we i never see them on a festival lineup and i always find that super weird you would have thought by now they would have popped up someplace yeah no it's it's they i mean they're one of those bands that you know should be due for you know a comeback I feel like, and despite what I just said earlier about covers, I, but I do understand going that route and hopefully, you know, catching a wave where, um, you know, a a cover of a, you know, popular eighties hit just propels them back into our consciousness um, and gets them that higher slot on, on the, on the, on the festival circuit. How about a slot, right? Or a a slot for that matter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what could do it. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what could do it. I mean, we're, it's such a fractured time in which we live, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and who knows when the next festival, everyone can 
safely hold with the Delta thing and all that. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. I hope I hope that I hope that part of the quote doesn't age well, and I hope that Delta shit is toast by the time this thing comes out. Um, but you know, uh, I love the six. I can't wait to see the six. I kind of hope we see the six before we drop this podcast to the public because that would be hot. Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I want to send this, the copy of this to Dick Valentine before we do this. You know, Dick Valentine, whether he knows it or not, follows Sherman and Ski on Instagram. And I, I, I love and it. A couple of months ago, I texted the people that care like, oh my God, Dick Valentine is following us on Instagram. Holy shit. And, you know, like it literally was, it has been a joy in this year of 2021 uh, that uh, the Instagram handle destroy the, chi- destroy the children, which is Dick <laughs> Valentine's, which is the, which is the uh, title of Dick Valentine's first solo record, which I have, um, you know, uh, that he follows both my personal account and the Sherman and Ski account is a wonderful, go. wonderful thing. There you uh, go. And, uh, and if I can get him, if I can interview him, what would, what, what would you ask him? If I can get him to, to, to talk to us, what would you want to talk to him about? I don't know what I would do, but I, I, what would you do? What's your favorite uh, song on Dynasty? I think I'd lead off with that one. Oh, so. thank you. That's great. <laughs> God, I'm going to let you lead the interview. If we there can we go. I'll see what I can do. Uh, please, please do. Um, thoughts, <laughs> final thoughts. No, just like I know this is a special band for for me. Um, it was like that last decade, pre-kids, pre-all that, um, where we were, where I was, you know, going to the Black Cat. It felt like a dozen, you know, 20 times a year um, and just knee deep in that. So it's just a special moment. Um, and so it's been fun revisiting uh, that time and that era and yeah, they're due for a comeback, man. Or they've never gone anywhere, I suppose. And there's after all these years, they're still doing that. The last thing I will say is mm-hmm. another one of my favorite songs or favorite, um, you know, ba- stage banter from Dick was, you know, I was singing him at the cat and he's talking about his new uh, drummer that they had. And, you know, he turns around to, you know, the, the band and he points out uh, the drummer and that must've been percussion world. And he said, this is our drummer. And he's from, he's from around these parts. He's from Arlington, Virginia. I'm like, wow, that's, <laughs> That's amazing. You know, like, wow, it's a local kid. They got a local kid in the band. This band from Detroit. They got a local kid. I go up to Jersey, you know, I go to this Boken the next night to see them at Maxwell's. And at Maxwell's, he's like, this is our uh, drummer. He's from, uh, I don't know, he's from the shore. He's from Atlantic City. You know, and I was like, what the hell? (laughs) You know? (laughs) So every night, like that, that drummer, you know, percussion world was, uh, (laughs) <laughs> from a different so city i loved it i i just felt so had and i was like oh man so i, I want to that is of course fucking brilliant uh i want to say that you know if you go to the wikipedia page of the electric six you see the current members which are dick valentine johnny national tate nucleus um <laughs> and dave <laughs> yeah oh yeah that. Uh, uh, Rob Lower and Hypercube Bonanza. I think Hypercube Bonanza is on drums. Uh, and then, you know, they go to past members, which include the Rock and Roll Indian, Serge Jobot, Disco, M, yeah. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Simmons, uh, John R. DeQuindra, The Colonel, Smorgasbord, uh, Percussion World, and uh, another drummer, Two-Handed Bob. So 
like this that's the band that's um, the band man yeah the band uh, i mean you know it's listed as alternative rock funk rock dance punk comedy rock do you have a an issue with uh with that, I do, does that seem a yeah, no, I, I do have an issue with comedy rock because it, it's that's just mm. not for me. It's not about that at all. If we've been talking about it's playing a role, playing a character, you know, creating a world, and it's over the top. It's nice. pitchy. It's camp, but it's not comedy, man. That's not comedy. So, well, you know, I hear you. I hear you. It feels more like like um. It's, it, you're right. I don't like that definition either, but it's almost like, it's almost like uh, if you really want to get deeper on it, potentially, it's almost like it's above comedy, right? Like, like yeah. it's, it's them being funny about being funny about being funny. Like, then maybe people don't think that's funny, right? Like, it's, it's like, there's a lot of levels of them, like, making fun of, making fun of it, making fun of it. it, it you know, it's like the fish eating the fish eating the fish kind of thing. I don't know. It, yeah. It's it's it's. Oh, like I do. You, you either think that that's great, and you're like, this, these guys are, uh, you know, comic geniuses for thinking that far out, or you're like, this is stupid, and why am I here? And if you're not, if you don't want to be here, then just go home, go home, go home. And I, I'll listen to absolute pleasure, and wish that I was at a live show done by the Electric Six. If you're asking if this is serious or not, if this is real or not, you're just you're asking yourself the wrong question. What you should be asking yourselves is, is there a nuclear war and why am I not on the dance floor? And that's that's what it's all about with the electric six. Just embrace the moment, embrace the world they've created and lose yourself for an evening. And go get it. I just, and, I just, I just cried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, jo- and go get it yourself a copy of Fire and uh, yeah, get yourself just a copy of Fire. Spend a night to, in the world. Listen, yeah. to, get a copy of Fire. Buy a copy of Fire. You're not going to be sorry if you bought a copy of Fire. And then listen to everything that we've talked to you about. Uh, also, listen to Kukukumushu a few times so you can pronounce it correctly. Um, and, Kukukushu. And, and and just you know, let me know when there's another rock and roll evacuation or Mr. Woman comes to town. <laughs> it's been a blast, man. This is All it. Right. This the is six, it. baby. The six. I'm gonna get dick on the power. All right. This is Sherman. This is Ski. And you have been talking to me. Six. <laughs>